Bliss Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, we talk a new dating trend. It's U-Haul dating. Also, we're charging our phones incorrectly. We'll tell you the right way to do it. You may not like it, but we'll tell you how to do it. Also, TikTok talk. It's all about vasectomies and so much more. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Just look for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon and find our fun shenanigans on TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse. So I, I was excited because Michael is playing soccer for the first time now. That's sweet. He's six years old, and all of his friends are playing soccer. Unfortunately, none of them are on the same teams, but it's kind of fun to watch. And I've been to practice. I've been to a couple games now, and there's something that I've noticed that mm-hmm. I probably should talk about. Okay. These kids are six years old, okay? Mm-hmm. And their parents are like yelling at them to do better, do things right. Okay. When shouldn't you just be letting your kid have fun and kick the ball around with their friends? Well, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm a little confused by telling them, you know, you're doing this wrong. Do it this way. Well, like I, across the field. Yelling at them. I mean, yeah. at home you can, you know, work with them and yeah. show them how to do things, but is it right to yell at your child while they're 6 and having fun? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been both parent. Uh, for some reason, I find uh, myself, I yell at my child at the sport I know the least about. Like when I'm watching my kids play basketball and football, I know a little bit about football and a little bit about basketball, but just enough to, that I don't know crap about either one of them. Yeah. Like when it really comes down to it. So I'm yelling at my kid, come on, get in there, right. whatever, right? And in reality, he's just doing what his coach said. <laughs> right. And so I'm just wasting breath, yelling at the top of my lungs, hoarse at the end of the game. Why? Because my coach is doing what he's supposed to, or my son is doing what the coach told him to do. I don't know. I don't know why as a parent you is do. Is it because the parents are so competitive, they're just really into it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like downing anybody. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm curious because parents are all different, you know? Yep, there is. There is different type there of parenting. There is no right... There's no perfect parent out having, there. Having older kids and your child just getting into sports that age of five or six, and my kids like getting into the high school side of things where I'm more, I'm not coaching anymore, not helping anymore at all. Uh, I've noticed this about growing up with my kids in sports is there's quite a few different type of sports families. There are families that are all dedicated to one sport, maybe two. And it's it. That's what life is about. And they push their kid. Their kid is constantly in camps, training places, going here. Uh, they're flying their kid off to Vegas for this, you know, over to you know Kansas City for this training, down to Denver for this or that or the other. And it's all because they think their son, daughter is going to be the next whatever, right? Yeah. The, the next sport god. And there's a book out there. It's called Ten Thousand Hour Rule. And a guy broke it down. If you really want to be a professional sport athlete, you have to spend 10,000 hours before you get to that level. So that means like two hours a day as a kid from the age of six. Mm -hmm. So there's parents that believe in that and they push their kid really hard to be successful. And then there's parents like you and me and it's like, let's just be kids. See, I I just want Michael to form himself. I don't want to form him to anything that I want him to be. So I just want him to experience tons of things 
and then grow into what he loves himself. I don't want to push him into anything else because I don't want him one day to go, oh, I don't like soccer anymore. And then all of a sudden be like, I don't know who the heck I am. You know, right. I want him to find himself. Yeah. And that's hard. I think that's the fun thing about parenting is you don't really know how to parent. Nobody, nobody's perfect at it. Yeah, Everybody's just doing their best and they're it's, doing maybe the way they were parented. They're pushing it on or maybe they're trying to do the opposite of how they were parented. You know, yeah, we're all just doing our best. But it's the I don't hardest know. job in the world. It is fun, though. It's being, also the best job in the world. It is. It is fun being at a soccer, baseball, doesn't matter, a sports game and watching parents just flip and lose their minds. Over a five or six year old chasing a soccer ball is fun. It's I just fun. I just want to watch them because it's cute. I don't. It wanna... is cute. Yeah. All right, we got some TikTok talk to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So, police across the United States—they're dealing with a rash of car thefts, mm-hmm. and it's all because of the latest TikTok fad. Yeah. The trend. There's videos that show people how to steal certain Hyundai and Kia vehicles. All you got to do is you a U- use a USB drive to start the engine. Yeah. You don't even need a key. Yeah. So this trend has led to an increase in car thefts in recent weeks and left police warning motorists to use those steering wheel locks. Yeah. You know, and people are even handing them out for free because they're so tired of dealing with, with all the thefts. That's wild. I can't believe this. So if you go and watch the video, all mm-hmm. they have to do is pop something off. I don't know what any of the, this stuff is called. It's just fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do my version, then you okay. tell me. Okay? okay. So they pop this lid-type thing off Oh. and <laughs> stick a USB somewhere, and oh. the car starts. Son of a gun. Now you give them the real That's version. easy. I ain't telling them squat. <laughs> you want to steal your own car, you figure it out yourself. You know what I mean? But no, it is weird. I wonder how the first person ever found that out. Like, no what, what were you doing? Was it a mechanic somewhere? And he laughed and told somebody, and then somebody ran with it. Like, how did who discovered this? Like, because there's more to it than just plugging in something in the USB drive. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, who did this? This is a weird, it's like something Kia, whoops, we forgot that you could do this. Or is it a... Is it a safety thing? Like, say, a tow truck driver. Hey, we did this, so you guys, all you got to do is do this. You can start the car and pull it up on your truck. Well, I did read that they put this option in there on purpose in case you didn't have a key. This is how people could start their car still. Oh, so it is purposefully. Like, purposely made this way, and then word kind of got out in the bad way. Mm -hmm. Dang it. That's unfortunate. Because it's it's cool, but not really. Because what you have to do to get your car to, that's... You're, you know, not everybody can just rip a cover off of what you're talking about, the lid, if you will. (laughs) And it's like, you know, that's not easy. I mean, the fact of the matter is you can sure do all of this, but it's still illegal. You know what I mean? Even though you can do this to start your car, you're still stealing somebody else's car. And that's wrong. So we were just talking, you know, on the side here about Mm -hmm. our gray hairs. Like, I have to dye my... I have a few. I mean, it doesn't take over all the hair. Maybe 11D at best. <laughs> 11D? What's that mean? I don't know. Like, is there more than I can see? Uh, no comment. Really? No, I want to comment. Uh, there's a couple. I'm asking. It's not that bad. You don't even notice they're there until you say, how many gray hairs do I how have? How many do I have? I don't know. Got to be half a dozen or better. Okay, but well, know. that's not bad because I've got thousands of hair follicles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And why is it only on the top of my head? Like when you dig through the hair, there's no gray. So one would assume, you know. Is there when I lift it up? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. You're far away away from me. I can't. Oh, Brandon, just tell the truth. That's what I'm asking. How about my beard? How's my beard look? It looks calico. Yeah, it's like very calico looking hair beard. And so I have a few grays starting to peek through, you know, uh, which is weird because I'm so young yet. But like my thing is, is how do I dye my beard? You know, is there somebody out there listening? How do they, do they have calico hair dye? Do I have somebody come at it with like a little bit of red over here? Auburn, maybe some brown, possibly some black up <laughs> this, underneath this here. This could go real bad real quick. Right. I don't want to look different. I just want, I don't like the grays. I would take some bleach and just kind of rub it down the hair follicle. See what that does. I am not doing that. That would bleach my hair. Yeah. I don't want bleach. I don't want blonde streaks. Why? It's better than gray. Especially like dyed bleached blonde streaks. I don't want that. It would be orange because it wouldn't sit on there long. No, it would be yellow. Well, we could try it. Just with one and then one one hair. And then if it doesn't look right, just pluck it. I don't like your attitude about this. <laughs> how do you, how am I supposed to just take a little bit of bleach, dab it on my finger, and do a hair? No. This would be so much easier if you had, like, brown hair. I know. Or blonde or black. hair. black. But red hair is yeah. difficult, you know? Yeah, this this situation here. Because I got four or five different shades of red. You got to seek a professional. And I think, do, are there professionals? If you don't like my idea. What do you do? The, do I the go DIY to like, idea. Do I go to, like, a salon? Do I go somewhere, a professional who dyes hair and say... Roll my hair up in tinfoil of calico. I think we need to ask Dom about this. Have you so, asked Dom? I, and he just laughs at me when I say I want to. I mean, he doesn't laugh at me like he doesn't know. He laughs at me because he's like, you're silly. Because a lot of people just let it go gray. But what if I didn't want to go gray? What if I wanted to? You got to tell him that you're serious. I, and I think I'm not sure if I want to dye it. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to hide. I, I don't, don't even notice care. it. I don't think you need to worry about it. It shows up in photos more than anything. Aging is beautiful. I think it is on other, on other people. people. Yeah, I agree. I think when a guy has a gray beard, I think it looks great on him. You know? I think calico looks good on you, Brandon. Yeah, I just I don't need gray in the calico. Just, just go with it. We're all human. We all do it. We judge people. Whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. we see somebody and we instantly form an opinion about them. Yeah. Within seconds, they say. Yeah. See, originally, I thought this was all negative. So I was like, I don't really judge people because I don't really do negative, but I do judge people in a positive way. I always look at someone and go, dang. See, I'll admit, I, I've judged people in a negative way. I mean, I have in the past. I won't act like I'm perfect. I never have. I have, but I remember, I don't remember what point, but I was like a late teen, early 20s, and I was like, nope, this isn't me no more. I'm not doing it. We're talking about this because there's a thread going on online about silent judging. These are some things that people are talking about. Leaving the bathroom without washing your hands. I've yeah. totally judged people for that. I never judge them in a negative way, but I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, hey, that guy didn't wash his hands. You know, like, whoa, that's wild. And yeah. then, so then it, it okays for me. Now I don't have See, to wash I'm my a hands. germaphobe, so I know that everybody that touched the doorknob has that person's germs on their hands. Yeah. And then they're going to go around and touch everything I else. just assume it's that way anyway. Like, I assume I just touched that doorknob and there's germs on it, and so... Yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> I have one. I'm going to share a personal one. Littering. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that makes me so mad. Oh. Do you know we live in this beautiful planet floating out in the middle of nowhere, and you're treating it like that? Yeah. Look at the beautiful land we live in. Yeah. 
and you're treated. I like dirty diapers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. People it's have gross. like parties out at a park and they just leave all their trash. Oh, yeah. That's gross. That. that See, when you say it like that, it's almost bigger than even the way I look at it. I look like I don't look at it like, oh, my gosh, I'm damaging the planet. I look at it more like I just want my area, community, town, city, wherever I'm at to just look better. To just look clean. like, you know what I mean? I just want that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's some people, yeah, the napkin blows away and they're like, huh, there it goes. <laughs> oh, well. I want everybody to look up the trash wall in the ocean. Yeah. Right now. Well, Google wonder, it. It's you, disgusting. Can you hang out and snorkel by it? Oh, it's so gross, Brandon. Like oh. all the plastic water bottles and oh, yeah. most of it is like plasticky stuff. Oh, that's unfortunate. Containers and it's nasty. I have to admit something, though. One time, speaking of littering, I used to have a horrible sunflower seed addiction. It wasn't horrible. I mean, I still love sunflower seeds. But, I mean, like, I'd chew them all day, er day, right? And I don't know if I picked it up from baseball, my ex-father-in-law. I don't know. But I remember one time, probably a couple times, I walked into a store, and I had a cheek full of seeds yet from sitting in my car because I always would have seeds in my car. And I was like, oh, crap. So I'm spitting them in my hand because I have nowhere else to put them. And I'm spitting them in my hands. Pretty soon, it's full of chewed seeds. That's it, that gross were in once, itself. Yes, exactly. That were once in my mouth. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with them? So I'm looking all over. And I'm in like a hardware store. I can't remember which one. Like a Menards, Lowe's, something like that. And I'm like, I don't know where to put these seeds. I can't find a trash can anywhere. I'm not looking that hard. I'm meaning like I'm hoping I stumble upon a trash can. <laughs> so I just like reached up and put them in something. Like <gasps> in... Something I don't remember the, what the case was, but I put it inside. Like it. something that was closed up. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, like a box or something. I put it inside it, and then that way, when whoever purchased it got a gift. That's you know? so gross. Chewed seeds from Brandon. <laughs> wow, Brandon. How gross is that? And at first, I thought it was kind of funny because I'm like, this is going to be funny because they're going to somebody's going to buy this whatever, and they're going to open up and be like, what the heck, you know? And I thought it would be funny. It bothered me all day. Like I was like, I felt guilty about it. I wanted to go back and purchase that, but I didn't. I'm totally judging you right now. Yeah, you would. We just learned in Deep Dish with Uncle Bob that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez celebrated their marriage over the weekend by getting married a second time. So, like, but what do you mean by a second time? They got married again. They had a huge ceremony at his Georgia estate. She had the big wedding gown. You know, the whole nine yards. The whole whole shindig. Again. Do I understand this correctly? Did they get married like a while back, or is this just a second marriage this this time, this time? Yeah, this that... is the second wedding. They they they're already married. Right. Oh wow. Why why do celebrities have to overdo everything? Oh yeah, if you missed it, you know, if you weren't able to fly, you know, to another country to watch yeah. us get married. Here's one in the U.S. too. Another oh. event to talk about. Like we care. Yeah, it's almost like they're. It's like. Because they're actors and actress, right? So it's like, they're like, hey, part two. You know, this is the sequel. Oh, true, yeah. <laughs> Come see our wedding, the sequel. You know, <laughs> again, we'll do, oh my gosh, the tears, the flowers. Like, they can act it all out. <gasps> I've never seen her the first reveal again. You know, it's like. Jen playing the same character she always does. Here she comes. Jersey yeah. girl again. Is she going to run away with another dude? <laughs> <laughs> is she going to fall in love with the guy again? Is A-Rod coming? Oh, no. Where's Jennifer Gardner? Is she upset? Nope. She's at Sam's Club grocery shopping. Yep.
That could be it. But then again, I think about it too, and I'm like, if I had that much money, I'd want to show my wife off. I mean, yeah, let's have two or three weddings. I don't care. Oh, you guys didn't make it? I'm sorry. Heck, we'll throw a third one. Let's go. When when are you free? We'll do three or four this year. We'll set up, you know, the third Friday of every month, we're going to do a wedding. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Why not? If you have that much money. Why even do it once? Mm-hmm. It's time for TikTok talking. Are you uh-huh. ready to talk? Let's talk some TikTok. On a Taco Tuesday? Yeah. Well, since Roe vs. Wade was overturned, mm. there's tons of videos that are going viral about vasectomies. Whoa. Now, this is right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. Because you've had it done. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird because this usually happens later in life, but there's young adults getting vasectomies. I, uh, In my experience, being a, uh, what would you call it? I am an ambassador of the vasectomy, apparently. People come up to me all the time, younger and, and older, same age or whatever. The young and new. Yes, come and ask me about these. And and it's like, I explain it to them, it's really not that big of a deal. Because they're always like, oh, you can get it reversed. So you, oh, I'll just get it done now, and then I'll get it reversed later. It's like, no, nah, man, keep it natural while you can. Don't, don't, you know... Don't go cutting the old boys down till you have to. Yeah, because sometimes you get it reversed and it doesn't work, right? That's right. Well, do, do you want somebody reaching in your toolbox, messing around with your tools, and then all of a sudden when you need to use your tools, the socket you need, let's just say, is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and they go to hook it back up, and you're searching all over for your 10-millimeter socket trying to figure out why won't this work anymore. <laughs> Uh, I can only imagine you talking to your kids about the birds, birds and the bees. Just oh, the way happened. you're talking right now. Oh, it's happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how I do it all the time. <laughs> you you use tools and vehicles to refer to yeah. uh, sensitive topics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it. Ex- it explains well. I think it transfers over really well. Wow. You don't want to blow a hose, leak your coolant all over. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways. TikTok is blowing up with young people getting vasectomies, and you're saying you wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't. I mean, I, hey, it's a real deal. See, Brandon's been there, and he's saying don't do it. Vasectomy videos are trending on TikTok, but for some, that's not enough. Check out Snapchat, the app that only shows vasectomy vids. Let's hear some real-time responses from our viewers. Yikes, is that a needle? Don't inject it there. Good lord, I can't unsee this. I'm getting dizzy. Why are those scissors so sharp? Dude, don't do it. Oh, I don't know what's more painful, getting a vasectomy or watching one. Stop this now. Run before it's too late. So download Snapchat and carve out a slice of all your favorite clips. Just remember to do it on an empty stomach. Oh, where's the bathroom? I gotta hurl. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Hey, Brandon, did you ever play that video game Grand Theft Auto? Uh, Like once or twice, barely. And it was the older version, too. Yeah, samesies. Yeah. Yeah, I played it a couple times, and I'm like, this is just dumb. I can't get into this. I didn't mind it. I, it wasn't on my gaming console. I didn't actually have one. I had a Super Nintendo, so it was like, I thought it was kind of cool, and I'm like, oh, I could see how I got get into this. But it, maybe, you know, it was just kind of weird. Well, this story kind of reminds me of what it would be like if it came to life. Okay. This happened in Indiana, in this town that's right there on the corner next to Kentucky. Okay. That's important to know. Let's see. So, yeah, yeah. cops got this call 
that there was some sort of fight. Mm-hmm. Okay, it turned out this guy was trying to take somebody's truck. Oh, it wasn't a fight after all. Give so when that. the police got there, he gave up on this truck he was trying to take, ran out into the road looking for another car to steal. Mm-hmm. While he was out in the in the middle of the road, the first car hits him. Oops. Yep. Luckily, he wasn't seriously hurt. No. Notice how I said the first car. Yeah, yeah. You've got me intrigued. <laughs> While the cops were trying to help him, he jumps up. He ran out in the road again, looking for another car to steal. No. It was a mission, okay? Mm-hmm. He got hit a second time. Oh. This time, he got nailed by a semi. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah. Still. What? Still completely fine. No, no serious way. injuries at all. Bounced off like it was nothing. Yeah. They huh. took him to jail. Once he got checked out, they took him to jail. It was a whole adventure. Yeah. Can you imagine Not that? Not even night? a bruise or nothing. I mean, he had to have a couple bruises. Think about this guy. You know, I mean, he wakes up one day and he's like, I'm going to go steal a truck. Today's mission. Gets hit by two vehicles. Man. And now he's in jail. How I do just, you think he feels? I feel like that's. <laughs> I feel like he should have just waited and tried to take the cop car. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go big or go home, go, guy. Yeah, exactly. Or take the semi. Or get off the ground, kick the semi driver yeah. out. Take that. Yeah, get up on that radio breaker, breaker one nine. I'm coming through with a stolen truck of chickens. Yeah, or, or maybe stereos or something. Yeah, do people whatever. still have stereos? Yeah, I think. I know they do in Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> Sit down, Brandon, and buckle your seatbelt because this one might make you tear up a little. Oh. Good thing you're already sitting. Yeah. And I'm looking right at you. Yeah, I'm okay. sitting like a good boy. <laughs> Such a good boy, Brandon. Such a good boy. You need to give your puppies some extra love when you get home today. Okay. Because listen to this. They are actually crying tears of joy mm. when they see you. The scientists are studying this right now. No, there's nothing else to do. I know. We still don't have a cure for COVID. <laughs> I love dogs, but geez. And they're studying this. In Japan, they found that dogs' eyes well up with tears of joy when they're reunited with their owners. How special is that? Wow. Are they joy or sadness? Like, oh, no, they're home again. They think it's tears of joy Mm, because of the, you know, the behavior. I know when I show up, my dog is leaping with joy. Not so much crying with joy, but excited, you know. (laughs) My cat, or my, my dog does this, like, pirouette type of thing mm-hmm. well i'm i come through the garage and i'm walking up the stairs mm-hmm. into the living room and he does this spinning thing yeah keep in so mind this is, this is a great dane it's a big okay? dog part horse yeah he like leaps in the air and twirls around mm-hmm. and he's like my mama that's his mama dance yeah that's it's awesome. so sweet and so that's now good. i know that he's also crying just go yeah holding back tears the whole time yeah, really, his eyes are watering because he has to pee really bad. Yeah, like I literally am so full of urine right now, it's coming up my eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, I felt that feeling. What do your dogs do when you go inside? They don't jump on me. They jump and you know, like with joy, and uh, they get real excited. My German Shepherd likes to like jump kind of at your side, almost like if she was running beside you, but she like grabs at my hand a little bit. I think that must be how they play. And by other than that, yeah, that's about it. And just so you know, Brandon talks to his dogs. He has a oh, yeah. camera at home, and sometimes he'll yeah. get his phone out and be like, "What are you do doing there?" I could buddy? do it right now. Yeah, let's do I mean, it. The, the kids let's... are the kids are probably home, so there might be somebody watching TV on the couch doing nothing. Even though <laughs> that they're makes supposed it to be even doing better. Dishes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's see what happens. Oh, I hear the TV. Oh, it's your good puppy dogs. Where's everybody at? <laughs> oh my gosh! There's nobody in the living room right now.
Yeah, but the TV's blurry. Yeah. Oh, man. It's because the kids pet, are. That's, that's a pet peeve of mine. Well, the dogs watch TV when we're gone. So we leave it. They like, uh, oh, they're big do. into sports. They're big into sports, so they watch them. What are they watching? NFL. Right now, it looks like they're, I don't know. I can't tell. You can't tell. Okay. But, well, yeah. get this. They used 18 different dogs. They watered their eyes before their owners mm-hmm. came home and then after. And there was definitely more tears in the eyes. So oh. that just shows right there that they cry yeah. because they're so happy to see us. I honestly can say I've never really seen a dog cry, but that doesn't mean it don't happen. Give your dog some extra love today. Just so glad they're spending their time on this. Okay. You know the new way that moms mom their kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They try to teach their babies to sleep through the night. Okay. And so I'm not familiar, there's a maybe. system where you wake them up every two hours or that something like that. doesn't make any sense. I know. Why can't you just let a baby sleep? My grandma always said, don't ever wake a sleeping baby. Uh, yeah. And, and they do that. And that kind of reminds me of what people are saying we should do with our cell phones now okay. when we charge them. Kind of kind of like the same thing. Wow. We're just wasting too much time on this. Yeah. Instead of charging the phone and letting it sleep through the night. Yeah. They're wanting you to only charge it for 45 minutes. Wake okay. it up. Okay. Wake it up. Take it out of the crib. Uh-huh. And then later on, huh. when you get to work, charge it again for another 30 minutes. See, that's weird because... To bring it up to 80%, not 100%, only 80%. What? Yeah. So, like, I was told, too, a long time ago that phones, and this, again, this is eight, ten years ago, phones only have so many charging, like, you once you plug it in and unplug it, a charger, there's only so many, and then the battery starts going worse and worse and worse. And the guy even said it, he said it was like 140 times or something, I don't know, ridiculous thing. I remember thinking to myself, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And now they're trying to feed us this kind of malarkey? Yeah, I can't believe you just said that. Malarkey? Yeah. This is a bunch of malarkey. Okay, Joe Biden. Well, it's malarkey. (laughs) Wow. But still, it's like you plug in your phone every night. Actually, I've got a new phone that I don't have to charge, but every other night. And I throw it on a wireless charger, and that wireless charger tells me if it's fully charged or not. Wait, slow down, back the bus up. (laughs) <laughs> what kind of phone do you have? I have an iPhone 13 Pro Max. Is that like the latest and greatest? I guess. I don't really actually know. I just, when my phone quit not too long ago, and I had to go get a new, I was eligible for an upgrade, so I had to go get something, and I wanted that one. And I like it a lot. I like a lot, lot. And is the, is I it use heavier my phone, or what? I don't know. Uh, it feels the same. But uh, Let me feel your phone compared to mine. It literally fit in the exact same case. It's heavier. Oh, you like that? It's girthier, huh? <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, it's so big. <laughs> it's a... Uh, well, it's a 13. Yours is a 12. Um, but it fit in the exact same case as my other phone. But for whatever reason, I can charge it every other day. I use the same stuff, playing games, doing everything exactly the same as I did before. And it lasts me two days. I like it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's super cool. And uh, But yeah, I don't know. Wireless charging is, it tells me that it's charged. So I assume, I guess, that it kind of stops charging the battery. I'd rather just charge my phone all night long. And then when I ruin it, I just get a new phone. That works too. Are you excited about uh, back to school, Brandon? Oh, I can't wait. I love going back to school. I'm kind of excited to get my son out. (laughs) Jesus. That's so bad. I I know I'm not alone. I think that's the general rules. It's like the the nice thing about school is that. It makes you be consistent, right? You, 
There's a schedule. Yeah. Kids got to get up. Kids got to go to school. Kid gets off of school, comes home. There's something to be done. Mm-hmm. Well, summertime, it's more like you run a muck, and that's fun for a while. And then after a while, it's like, okay, this muck stuff is starting <laughs> to really wear on me. Yeah. You know how you have separation anxiety? Yeah. I have the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck on me. <laughs> Stuck on me anxiety. But here's a fun stat for back to school season. Mm. Kids' backpacks are covered in 31 times more germs than your disgusting cell phone. Wow. You know how you do the three S's in the morning oh, yeah. with your cell mm-hmm, phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worse. Oh, Worse you think that. about it. They get on the bus. They throw the bag in between their legs on the floor. They get into school. They th- drag them. You know, how many times have you seen a the kid? Take the bathroom. Yeah. Seen a kid kicking his backpack down the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Just rolling it up. And then they take it home and put it on the kitchen table. Oh, yeah. That Jan sport ain't going to last forever when you're doing stuff like that, you know? <laughs> I usually spray Michael's backpack with this that doTERRA stuff. Really? Yeah, that we spray our microphones with. Is it doTERRA or doTERRA? doTERRA. Oh, I never knew. I thought it was some Terra person. <laughs> what is that stuff called? I don't know. But why can't you just hit it with a little dose of the Lysol, you know? You could. You got to throw it like... Maybe you gotta like put it in a closet and light a bomb every night to kills germs or something. It's not a, It's not gonna smell as good as this stuff. On guard. That's what it's called. On it's called guard. on guard yeah. by DoTerra. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's good stuff. Who good knew? Germs. So when your kids get home from school, their clothes get this are twenty eight times germier than the average toilet seat. Oh yeah. For sure, they've been chewing on it, sneezing in their elbow. Some kid but used their back as a booger snapper. I've learned that toilet seats aren't that germy. No, because you got a clean bare butt that sits on it. Yeah, the faucet that where yeah. you wash your hands is disgusting. That's yeah. the grossest part of the bathroom. Yeah, the average parent's couch is as germy as a dog's tennis ball. Yeah. Let's go. It's the same thing. <laughs> Remote controls and video game controllers are 26 times germier than the average bathroom doorknob. Yeah, just give it a little Lysol. Run around, run amok with your Lysol spray. Give it a little wipey wipe. Every couple days I wipe ours down because hmm. oh, so it gets all sticky. I don't because I like to let it build up. You know, it's like oh, a thing. You kind of want to see just how thick the dust or the grime can get on a remote Nasty. like if you spilt nacho cheese say picture this you're sitting on the couch eating nacho cheese you spill it on your remote leave it just see how long it takes to flake off you know it's wow. fun i'm that crazy mom that walks around and i wipe down the doorknobs and stuff in the yeah. house the light switches that's weird ever since the pandemic i've done that yeah, and I, it's just part of my routine i just it's really that. weird yeah i well, lick i'll lick the doorknobs i'm gonna start wiping down that backpack is what i'm gonna do Wait, back the bus up a second. You l- you'll lick the doorknob. Uh, yeah. I'm going to put you to this. Okay. If you're going to talk, you're going to walk. Okay. Okay. I'll go home and lick my doorknob. I, I don't care. I want to get a video of you licking this doorknob in the studio. No, I didn't say. I did not say studio doorknob. I don't know who's been touching that. I will go home and lick my pantry doorknob. It's brand new. Okay. I'm on a video and a full report in a couple hours. I'm not going to video it. That's gross. Some weird fetish thing. You want video of me licking a doorknob? I need some weirdo. Proof. <laughs> Just take my talk word for talk, it. Talk the talk, walk the walk, buddy. I'll do it if you do it. I dare you to lick your kid's backpack. Okay, it's that time. Funny misheard song lyrics. Brandon and I have both chosen songs. Mm. We're going to play a little snippet of the song mm-hmm. and see if each other knows the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Ready? I think I went first last week, so I think it's just your turn to go first. We can rock, paper, scissors. I yeah, I want to rock, paper, scissors because okay. it's fun. Ready? Okay, ready? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, both paper. 
Oh, you got rocked, me. Yeah. You did. I rocked his scissors. You know, it's just as easy to lose, or it's just as hard to try to lose in rock, paper, scissors as it is to win, and I was trying to lose. But go ahead. Okay, I'm confused. Okay, so since I won, you go first. Okay, so my song is Billy Joel, <laughs> We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, I love this song. Okay, you ready? I know all these words. Do you? By heart, yeah. Huh. Let's Me see too. if you do. Me too. It's easy. Okay, here it comes. Especially the instrumental. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio. Okay, what was it? Oh, yeah. Harry Vimanajando, Manjayanjo, phone some words and stuff, and Joe DiMaggio. That was not correct. What do you mean? I <laughs> can't believe you don't know the words to oh, that. Oh, everybody knows the words to that song. Nobody knows the words to that I song. I do. My friend and I, okay, learned, sing we it. were on a road trip sing it, to smart. Mexico, smart Mexico and memorized it the whole way harry there. truman doris day red johnny johnny ray south korea south korea marilyn monroe Duh. right <laughs> you're looking at the lyrics sure no i sing it wrong brandon uh-huh all right are you ready for yours i sure am well he's coming to this to the fair i'll be opening up for him he's one of the three guys that i get to open up for mr sammy kershaw and it's the queen of my double wide trailer okay you gonna start it Yep, you ready? Yeah. Well, I met her out at Murphy's Restaurant. She said she was fresh from the farm. And I remember thinking for a country girl that she went pretty well armed. That's it? Mm-hmm. I met her down at Murphy's Restaurant, and uh, that's where she ordered the strawberry tart. What? I don't remember. Do you want to replay? I'll replay it for you. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Well, I met her out at Murphy's Restaurant. She said she was fresh from the farm. And I remember thinking for a country girl that she went pretty well armed. Okay, I met her down at Murphy's Restaurant. She was fresh off the farm. And you know what? I have an old brain. I can't remember what he said after that. But it was clear as day. <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is, is listening to his tone, it's hard to understand exactly what he's saying. But uh, so I was trying I to get you on that. But clear as day. Oh, well, that's right. You're kind of you've lived down south. But yeah, but yeah, it is. Well, I met her down at Murphy's restaurant. She said she was fresh from the farm, <laughs> and I remember her thinking for a country girl, and she went pretty well armed. Whatever that means. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we sound, sat there talking by the lobster tank. You I sound ordered like her a, a slow jam fizz. Er, no, Bert from Sesame Street. Oh, really? Geez, yeah. thanks. You're welcome. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. I'll take that as a. So basically, compliment. we both lose. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Go team. Go team. Funny Mr. Song lyrics. High five. High five. If you're going to drink, Brandon, drink smart. Yeah, is this a commercial or what is this? <laughs> it's a PSA. Oh. What do you normally do when you go out drinking? Pound them. Just you, get, come on, stack them up. Go Let's go. It. If this one's halfway full, I'm empty. Let's go. Get them coming. Wow. No. Usually when I'm playing shows, I drink about a beer a set. You know, say we play four hours at like a bar or something like that. That's four beers. Might be a shot or two mixed in there. And that's my pace. And then I, depending on how I feel at the end of the night, will or will not drive. <laughs> Are you usually drunk after that? No. Mm-mm. No, I'd be but wasted. It, I'm usually not wasted, nor do I feel drunk. 
But I also kind of pace it off of, I mean, to get the wild cards of the shots in there. If there's no shots, I feel comfortable driving. If there's a couple of shots and it's like, I, I don't want to drive. I don't feel drunk, but I know that I don't feel below the legal limit. See, sometimes we'll go out to a Mexican restaurant and I'll mm. have a margarita. Oh, yeah. And I'm done. Oh, yeah? Like, one margarita? Yeah, one margarita. I'm, I'm feeling great. One margarita, no two margaritas. <laughs> Shots. Or, or like a couple sips of wine. Like <laughs> wine is, you could just have the smallest amount and just be happy. Really? Yeah, for me wine. at least. I hate wine. I think it's so weird. I remember drinking Bloody Marys with you and you got pretty twisted. Yeah. <laughs> They were so good. I do like Bloody Marys, yeah. as long as you can't taste the alcohol. No. Okay. <laughs> but they're saying, like, there's smart drinkers out there that are saying that they've mastered on how to drink. Mm. They drink about two drinks per hour. Mm. They usually eat before they start drinking, mm -hmm. and then they're fine. And they yeah. don't mix different types of alcohol. Do you do that? I mean, I try not to mix, but I do. You know, if somebody buys you a beer, you drink it. You know, I might be drinking Shinerbach, and then somebody will get me a Bush Light. It's like, when? Well, I mean, that's beer. But what if you're drinking beer and somebody buys you a whiskey? Oh, I'll, I'll drink it. You will. I'll mix it up, but and, I don't do it a lot. And then after that, somebody brings you a shot of Fireball. Yep. You'll do happen. it. I like Jack Fire myself, but oh or Jack Honey. It's really good. Wow. Yeah, I'll drink it all. Whatever. You're Put it great. on in there. Throw it down the old hatch. I've always been told to have a drink. And then drink a glass of water, like the same amount. Yeah. And then continue that way. I mean, if you're weak, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, let's go. What are we, were we real here? Are you trying? You're pretending or are you getting after it? Let's go. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really do it anymore. I, I've yeah? kind of grown out of it. Yeah, there when was When I was definitely... younger, I got all my partying out of my system. Yeah, 20-year-old me, uh, anything and everything, oh, yes. let's go. 30-year-old me, hey, let's just settle down here, bud. Oh, you know? I had so much fun in my 30s. I was more after not so much the drinking, but going to the Perkins afterwards or the, you know, Denny's or oh, the truck yeah. stop. Let's go. That's you know, always the that. best part of the night. Oh, yeah. you know? I don't even need a drink. Let's just go there. You now know? that's how you drink smart. See me in my mid forties. That's me. I just want to skip the drinking, go straight to Perkins. Yeah. Let's forget all the hoopla. It's right to the food. We just talked about smart drinkers and how to drink smart. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got their own answer. Yep. You like to mix everything. I just put it all down the old hatch. Some people say to drink two drinks an hour. Man, I would not be able to do that. That's a good start. I'm like a one hour, one drink an hour person. Oh, yeah. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. Or just don't do it at all. Nope. That's but not an option. We've come up with our own list now, haven't we? Yes, we have. The topic of your Roadhouse 5 today, top five ways to be a smart drinker. Mm. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five, switch to water once your liver begins to whimper. <laughs> Number four, if you take a swing at a biker, don't miss. Number three, never offer to buy a round for the bar when Johnny Depp's there. Number two, skip the drinking and go straight to Perkins. I'm with you there. Moon's over my hammy. Top five ways to be a smart drinker. Number one, never accept a cocktail from Bill Cosby. I'll take two. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so yesterday we were talking about how dogs cry tears of joy when we get uh -huh. home. And you had mentioned that you and Megan leave the TV on for your dogs when you go to work. Is the TV on right now for your dogs? Yes, it is. 
Well, well, get this. Our electronics were listening to us because this came up. A new study looked at how dogs behaved when their owners played music, audiobooks, and left the TV on when they were gone. The music helped a little bit, and audiobooks had no effect. And it didn't really say if the dogs or cats or whatever watched the TV. But I've had a dog that loved the Animal Planet and yeah. would sit there and watch and bark at the TV. Yeah. Just gave them like something to... I don't think my dogs actually care if the TV's on. I'll be honest. I don't think they care. But in my mind, what I think it does, and I obviously am wrong, is it's just a distraction or noise. Otherwise, they're sitting there listening to what's going on outside and wanting to be out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and my German Shepherd's kenneled up. So my thought is if I just have them, you know, it's the, it's that like somebody's home kind of feeling. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. It's funny because they tested 82 different dogs. Some sat in silence. Some listened to Mozart, and others listened to an audiobook. And I was curious what audiobook it was. Yeah, no kidding. It was the same one for every dog, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Well, no wonder it didn't help. No kidding. Talk about boring. Why didn't oh, they my play gosh. like Fifty Shades or something? Yeah. Well, I wonder what would happen there. Come home <laughs> with some dirty pillows. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, though, that the classical music helped a little bit. Yeah. I can so see that. That's how powerful music is. It's not, oh, yeah. It doesn't just help humans. It also helps animals. Oh well, yeah, and it's it's not it's not rough, you know, to find <laughs> out exactly what these dogs need. Meow. We could really look into it. <laughs> just kidding. I don't understand Mozart because Mozart kind of uh, stresses me out a little bit. Um, it makes me definitely want to get up and go do something because I'm like, wow, this is where I'm at in life. It makes I'm me so want to get bored. up and plug my ears. I'm so bored listening to Mozart. It's beautiful music. I feel bad because sometimes, like, the NFL Network will re- replay things. So my poor dog has to sit there and watch reruns all day. And I feel bad about that. But, you know, once she learns how to run the remote, I'll give it to her. Then, yeah, then she can fast forward. Yeah. Record shows. It, change yeah. it to a movie if she wants to watch. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our very special friend in the studio. His name is D-Ray Knight in Studio 4B. A special friend. It's time mm-hmm. for our Dummy of the Day. And today you say it's going to improve our intelligence? Well, basically, it is a philosophical question. This happened in Elk County, Pennsylvania. A guy by the name of Russell Mowry. He's 60 years old. He was pulled over for a traffic offense, driving erratically. And when police pulled him over, they realized that Mr. Mowry was naked. Buck naked. Behind the wheel of his Ford F-150. Sir, you can't have a double shifter in there. (laughs) That's two levers to be shifting with. Anyway... (laughs) Anyway, so the police pull him over and they uh, issue a field sobriety test on Mr. Maori, which he agreed to. He was arrested for driving erratically and also for driving naked in a truck. Apparently, that is against the law to do that. Oh, darn it, it is. Now, we're still pending the results of his test because he did a blood test. He didn't do a breathalyzer. He went to the station. He volunteered. says, yep, I'll take your blood test, whatever. Goes in there, takes wow. a blood test. They're still, it's still pending what the toxicology was on his blood test, which of course begs the philosophical question: sixty-year-old guy naked behind the wheel of an F one fifty, is it better that he's drunk or better that he's sober? Mm. Mm. 
That is a tough one because honestly, I wouldn't need to be drunk to do that. Yeah, but I would. You know, I I think it's better that he's drunk because then then you go, why yeah. is a completely sober dude driving around yeah. at like ten forty five at night, buck naked in his F one fifty pickup? Well, in the long run, it'd probably be better for him to be sober. In the long run, for him, but for the rest of us <laughs> to try to understand the mindset of this, yeah, I'm just I, I'm saying it's better that he's drunk. Well, and I, and I wonder too, would he get in more trouble? Say if he wasn't drunk, because then they're going to be like, why, why are you doing this? Right. It's going to lead to more testing, more, you know, you're 60. So what's going on here, bud? I don't know. I, I think it's actually better for him if he's sober, because what are you going to do? I mean, it's like, OK, you're driving around naked. Well, I wasn't really because his lawyer could say I wasn't exposing myself until you guys stopped me. Yeah. You know, I was, yeah, I was he's naked. In his own space. He's in his own space. Yeah. He's in a safe space, if you will. I'm upset. Why? Because how's a woman supposed to be able to drive naked? Huh. You can see our top. I wish they would do it more. Tinted windows. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's like that, what's that, that saying? I wasn't drunk in public. I was drunk in a bar and they threw me in public. I wasn't naked in public. I was naked in my pickup and they threw me in, in public. public. Okay, we have a new dating trend that we need to discuss. We have a guest in Studio 4B right now. Mm-hmm. We have Stitch. Hi. Hello. How are you? AKA random guy. They cannot see or hear you waving. Oh, oh. dang it. <laughs> I seen it though. This whole face for radio better. thing makes sense now. So there's there's a new dating trend out there and this one is so weird, you guys. People are renting U-Haul trucks and having dates in the back of them. Hmm? There's a couple Okay, this guy rented a U-Haul for their first anniversary. He put a mattress in it, decorated it with candles, opened the back door, then they had dinner next to the lake. And this hmm. video is viral on TikTok. How weird is that? That's interesting. Like, nothing says romance like a U-Haul truck. Yeah, why is this <laughs> Why is this a new trend? Why is this cool right now? I guess I, I, don't, I don't understand the point of the U-Haul truck. Everything else was cool. By the lake, yeah. setting up the date, the candles maybe, all that stuff. You could do that in the tent. Um, you know, you can go glamping, as mm-hmm. they call it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, or rent a cabin that's already there, <laughs> or a hotel room at the Motel Six. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that think that's a oh, little yeah. bit better, right? And those Motel Six ones, they still got the quarter you throw in the bed shakes. <laughs> I'm telling Talk you what, fun. You I want to make sure that I'm not, you know, I want to be hip. I don't. Is this just what the old people do? What we're talking about here, cabins and hotel rooms, is the new hip thing a U-Haul? I don't think so. I think that that's stupid. <laughs> I'm not really into it either. You know, you can rent an RV as well. If you feel like you really need to waste some money, rent right. an RV and take it out by the lake. But, mm-hmm. but listen, you could move it anywhere. You could go out by the lake. You could take it, you know, out into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, and there's a bed in there. Uh, well, an RV has yeah. a kitchen <laughs> where you can actually have the dinner in the RV, a couch yeah. that can pull out. Yeah, places where she, because she'll feel more at home if there's a kitchen in there. Yeah, you know? and there's no air conditioning or heat. They can make yeah. their own heat, but yeah, what if it's body hot? friction, gross. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't start a fire in the back of the U-Haul either. No. So, no. and what are you going to bring a battery-operated fan? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I don't. Bring a bug zapper and hang it up in there. Battery-operated. <laughs> so I think we've summed it up that it's weird, right? Yeah. I think it's dumb for sure. Yeah. 
I mean, how much is it to rent a U-Haul? Sometimes Not, you see them, you can rent the pickup, 99 bucks a day or a weekend or whatever, right? So you see a couple hundred bucks deep on a big U-Haul just to go park it by a lake and throw a mattress you had to haul out of your own house? Yeah. You know? Or, or is it now coming equipped with its own mattress? <laughs> yeah, now U-Hauls, they'll throw in a dolly, some blankets, and a mattress. Yeah, perfect. Okay, since we're on the topic of dating... You know, dating in U-Hauls, it's really weird. I think that could kind of turn into a, a dating nightmare. I uh, I, I just think it's really stupid. It's hard for me to wrap my head around it. I know. Like a waste of money, I guess. I think the whole date idea and taking a girl out and doing what everybody's doing is perfect. But the renting of the U-Haul parts where I'm like, but why? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a girl out there that's going to be like, wow, this is the worst date I've ever been on. Yeah. And I have one of those dates. When I lived in Tennessee, I was doing this performance. It was at this auditorium type place. Mm. And there was a band there. And one of the guys asked me out on a date. All right. We, we were talking and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Love He's like, yeah, game. we'll go mm-hmm. into Nashville. We'll have a great time. And what, I was like, cool. What did he play? Was like, he like a bass player, guitar player? Guitar player. Guitar? Lead guitar. Okay. Yeah. And so I was all excited about mm-hmm. that. Because he was the ex of somebody famous, but I'll tell you mm. who that is here in just a moment. So we're out there, and this is when, like, sushi first started becoming a big thing. Okay. And so I was all excited to go try sushi. I'd never done it before. Mm. And it turned out to be the most disgusting meal I've ever had, and here's <laughs> why. <laughs> we're sitting there, and this guy is chain-smoking. Like, he Ugh. did not smoke in front of me the the night that I met Right. Probably couldn't inside the auditorium or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. And way back in my time, you could smoke inside restaurants and bars and things like that. So he's just like smoking away. I think at one time there was even a cigarette sitting in the ashtray smoking while he lit another one. Wow. And he continued to 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 smoke while he ate. That's so weird. We're eating sushi, raw meat. He would like take a puff of his cigarette, take a bite of raw fish, Mm -hmm. chew it blow smoke out while he was chewing and it would go right in my face so i was getting like not just cigarette smoke but fishy cigarette fishy cigarette smoke gross blown in my face what kind of signal is that because you know there's a signal where if you blow smoke on someone's face it's like you're pretty much saying like hey yeah let's go you know so if you're blowing fishy cigarette smoke in someone's face what does that mean yeah i was like I was checked out immediately. Oh yeah! Before the food even showed up, I was, I was thinking of an emergency <laughs> that I what could get I out of this date. Yeah. And then you know I have this sock fetish, right? I like. Yeah. The socks have to be clean. Yep. And you could, I like looked under the table and you could see the stretched out white, dirty white socks. Yeah. Coming out of his tennis shoes, <sighs> but that was the longest dinner date of my entire life. Never went out with him again. But it turned out he was Terry Clark's ex-husband all right yeah she does a show on our sister station the cowboy and i looked up a bunch of her songs yeah that she had written yeah about, about him about her ex-husband poor poor pitiful me yeah that became a number one hit yep suddenly single was another yep. one my in my next life like mm-hmm. she was constantly writing about not being with this guy anymore well yeah it's it was probably such a blessing for her to get rid of him yeah. sounds empty, like he's quite the gym empty one drink ago i've always wanted to write to her and tell her congratulations for not being married to him anymore Way to go, Terry. You did it. You got away. I wish Dylan was here to chime in on this. Yeah? Because 
Well, maybe you can. Okay. Because it does say here that this is millennials doing this. Oh, yeah. But I think it's the young millennials. I'm a young so. millennial. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. You're almost a Gen X. No, I'm not even close. Yeah, you they're are. So, Gen X are so old. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Whatever. I don't, even, I don't even know any. I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to act like a millennial on this because they're dumping their streaming services and they're going to TV antenna. And it's not just millennials. It actually does say, it does say Gen Zers here too. Oh, really? But wow. how do you record your shows? <laughs> VCR. A VCR. <laughs> what? I don't know because it's it honestly though. My thought is, being a millennial, getting in on these streaming services, they try to like control you, right? The power of these streaming services. They really You're do. watching a show, then they just take it off. You're like, it's the only reason I paid you five or 10 bucks or 15 bucks a month, whatever. You know, it's gone. So then you switch over to this other streaming service, it's gone. And you're like, what the heck? What? How many times do you watch something over and over i don't but it's just like i i know this for a fact because i people watch say gray's anatomy the wife's into that right and that's on a certain streaming service well if they pulled it and put it on a different streaming or they just pulled it well there's really no point in us having that streaming service that's on hulu correct i don't know Pretty i'll sure. be honest and uh because i don't care but i'm not personally talking to me because i don't need streaming services they're a nice luxury to have but when you at the end of the month when you're calculating your bills and you're like holy crap I pay X for cable, X for Netflix, Hulu, blah, da, da, blah, da, da, HBO Plus, Max, 234, and all this other stuff, Pornhub. And it's like all of a sudden, <laughs> you're like 300 bucks deep on streaming services. I would, I'm going to go home and add mine up. You I don't should. even know how many apps I have. I know I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have Paramount Plus. You have to. I've got Disney Plus. Yeah. I've got Amazon. We have Paramount Plus because why? Yellowstone. 1883. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Currently, right now, there's no reason to have that. Yeah, <laughs> but, that one's getting deleted. Yeah, and so that's kind of frustrating there too. But that's that's where I see you go to that whole antenna service, and you're just like, hey, I have actually quite a few friends that go home and watch the Me TV or whatever, and it's all old reruns like Bonanza, those old old shows, and they just love it. They just turn it on and watch that instead. Have you noticed that Gen Z kids? are like our grandparents yeah they dress like them they pull their pants up high yeah now they're deleting apps yeah hey you you adults in your apps i'll never yes they're so weird got a pinch a penny to save a dollar <laughs> they don't like facebook nope don't like that stuff might see me on the insta they go home and they watch youtube on their phone that's all they want i'm definitely gonna go home and go through my bank statement or whatever. I don't even know if this is coming or being charged on a credit card, but I'm going to go and sit down and write down all of these subscriptions. I'm going to start canceling these things because I don't even know how much money I'm spending on these things. I get charges come through and I'm like, I don't even know what that's for. I guess it must be right. you know. And that makes me feel unorganized. I don't like that. You know what's a fun thing to do every couple of years? Completely change your credit and debit cards. Just wipe them all out and start new ones just to see who all comes calling. Hey, you're not paying us your subscription anymore. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think want you to. can do that anymore. I think it'll just you'll go into the negatives. Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. When Netflix doesn't get their payment from automatically going through your debit card cuz it's changed, then 
you know, they're going to come calling. They will. And they'll be like, sorry, I don't want that subscription. I'm using Netflix as the example, but you're saying how many people are charging you five bucks a month for all these stupid things that you signed up for. Change the number and then figure out who calls. (laughs) Okay, we're back and we still have Stitch in Studio 4B with us. We talked a little bit about the mailbag earlier. Now we're going to bring it back because now we have a third opinion. Yes. So let me let me read this for you real quick. This is from Nick. He says, my girlfriend is always on her phone, mostly on social media. She texts and drives too. What bothers me the most, though, is when we're watching TV or hanging out together, she always has her phone in her face. She's constantly posting pictures of herself and us together. I feel like she's not aware of what's going on in real life because she's so focused on her phone. Do you have any ideas of how I can talk to her about how this is bothering me? Hmm. Well, this is a problem for a lot of people because we're all stuck in our phones. I'm guilty of it. You probably are, too. Mm-hmm. I never even use my phone. Liar. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, when I was married, um, we set apart time for dinner when we were at dinner that we had no phone policy, right? And yeah. we, I most of the time failed at that miserably. But, you know, it is something that like, you can just say, hey, you know, this is maybe having a, I'm bothered by this a little bit because I feel like we're not interacting with each other and maybe at dinner time or you know you set aside an hour where you guys don't sit on the phones and you have real conversations about real things about reality that's going Mm -hmm. on yeah then you could talk about relationship stuff and get in a fight probably (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say that stitch was doing a good job of being you know kind and yeah. And giving good advice, and then he's got to end it like that. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's really good advice, too. I, I agree. Even if you're watching a movie, be like, this is a no-phone movie. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not all movies are that way, but hey, let's watch this movie together. We put our phones in the bedroom. Let's watch it in the living room, or vice versa. Yep. And let them charge, and, or whatever in the heck, and we do us. I don't think that that's asking too much, to be honest with you. I don't think you. it is either. No. I mean, we all need time away from our phones. It's, it's healthy. My you know wife I mean? is constantly on her phone, and I'm, like, trying to tell her about my day, what happened at work, <laughs> and she's just staring at her phone, and then all of a sudden, she's totally not paying attention to me, and I'm like, so did you hear what I just said? And she's like, no. Uh, how, it makes you I feel, feel really like, good, don't it? Why do I feel like you're lying? Oh, I am lying. That's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the one on my phone. My wife's telling me another boring work story, and I'm like, <laughs> Okay, so now we want to hear from you. We've been taking phone calls and open mics and text messages about our Roadhouse mailbag email today. Uh, This gentleman, Nick, wrote in about his girlfriend. She's always on her phone, and it's starting to get to him, and he doesn't know how to talk to her about it. So we got an open mic here that we're going to play. So first thing that I would do on this would, every time she starts looking at her phone, send her a text or video chat, like open up video chat so that she can get a hint that you're trying to spend some time with her, that you want her to see you. And then just honestly open up and start talking to her. Be like, hey, hon, what's more important, your phone, whatever you're doing on it, or me? Let's spend some time. I love you. Yeah, and what if you do that and she just keeps scrolling through Instagram? (laughs) Or she just responds, love you too, and then just goes right back to work and you're like, "Uh, hello? Um, I would take that as a good sign that you probably need to find another girlfriend. Yeah. I think I'd text her something like, you know, send nudes or something like that. That way it's like kind of breaks the ice. Like, oh, all send right. Send nudes. Yeah. That's like how pic- you would say it. Pictures of noodles. Okay. 
ramen noodles. You, you know. guys should see how serious Brandon's face is right now. Like, he oh. really means this. This is really oh, what yeah. you would do with Megan. Well, Send man, nudes. Noodles. Yeah. Send noodles. Okay. But on the other hand, you know, if she didn't continue to scroll through Instagram, she put the phone down. Yeah. You know, turned over and looked at you in the eyes and or maybe started watching the movie you were watching together. Yeah. That would be a good sign. I would just keep doing this. Wow. I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> so she has to like look up what just happened. I'm not going to explain it to you. You either pay attention or you don't. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that just happened. The whole time the movie, even though nothing could be happening. I'm going to try that. You're watching something dumb like Grey's Anatomy, and it's like, whoa, that just happened. (laughs) What just happened? I don't know. You'll have to watch it to find out. Uh, That is a good idea also. What are some of the other text messages saying? I think for the most part, everybody's kind of agreeing with the fact of, of like, set a time frame. Hey, tonight. You know, maybe not a set time, but a hey for this next hour and a half or this two hour block, no phones, no nothing. It's just us. That's what everybody's kind of getting to in different ways, but they all agree with that. You know, setting a, a time aside every night where there's no phones. I like it. I kind of agree with it too. That works. It's I could see how it'd be easy to slip. Like maybe not every night, you know, or for us with kids, you know, you get busy. You got soccer games, you got baseball, football, whatever going on. So it's kind of hard to say, hey, no matter what, tonight there's an hour without a phone. You know, well, what if you don't get home till eight, nine mm-hmm. o'clock at night? There's no, you know, but but you I could see you can't let your devices control you. Yeah, and when, it's easy when to I'm let it at Michael's soccer games or baseball games. I put my phone away. Like that phone is either in the car or sitting under my chair. Yeah. I like he's not going to be six forever. Yep. You know, yep. just put I it agree. away. And you're not, you know, that maybe this is their first year as a couple, second mm-hmm. year as a couple. That's the, that's the only one they get. So yep, exactly. Put it away or you're going to miss out on life. Well, and you might miss out on a good relationship. You know what I mean? Like, really, what if he finally has enough and he just steps away from the relationship? And in five years, she's still single, looking at her phone, yeah. wondering why nobody wants to date her. <laughs> yeah. Posting on Facebook like everything's perfect. Um, so I'm living my best life. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> so it, in all honesty, Nick, I think you just if you can't be honest with your girlfriend, maybe she's not the one, just sit down and talk to her. Mm-hmm. Set some ground rules. You got to. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer, send it our way. Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's time for a health adventure update. Update, update, update. update. So you go first. Oh, okay. So I'm currently, I fell off the wagon, but I was kind of hanging on, you know, like I was getting drugged by it or whatever, the diet wagon. And then I just jumped off and I'm like, let's start this son of a gun up after the fair. We know the fair is going to be bad. All the fried Oreos and all the footlong corn dogs and the waffle cakes and all that stuff. So let's let's just call a spade a spade. Start it up after the fair. So that's currently where I'm at right now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, c- come Monday we can renegotiate. You know, this situation. <laughs> well, I decided that my before picture, my weight loss before picture, yeah. is done. Like, yeah. I'm ready. You're ready to go? Mm -hmm. So I did a four-day cleanse, which was awesome. I had so much energy when I was on that. I almost want to go on that more. Like, Like, maybe not full 100%. Every week, do a four-day and then a three-day off? No, just maybe start the day off that way. Oh, cleansing. Because I just had so much energy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
But fifteen, I lost fifteen pounds. Like the Dang. first couple days, oh my gosh, so much water came off of my body. Oh yeah, so much inflammation. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. And I've been, you know, hiking and yeah. biking and walking. So yes. I'm getting back at it, Brandon. You That's need good. to, you need to get back at it. I'm too. in like Flynn. You should have seen me. Um, Oh, let's see here. Nope, I did nothing. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. No, I think yes. my next thing is a spin class. Ooh, I'm gonna go for one of those. Get that spin class. Yeah. I love spin classes. I've never been there, but I've heard they're nice. I usually like to go to the Saturday morning one, but th- this weekend's gonna be crazy. So I'll probably have to start that next week. But yeah, yeah, that's trying where I'm to do at something too. active every day. Yeah, me too. Like I got up and stuff, showered and everything. <laughs> it's pretty active. Started sweating. The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon presents Dream Job Alert, a public service to inform our listeners about employment opportunities that pay a ridiculous amount of money to do stupidly easy things. And now, today's Dream Job. Would this be an interesting job interview question for you, Brandon? Um, Do you like pumpkin spice? It's okay, but no, I don't want it. I mean, I could drink pumpkin spice. Fine, I'll do it. Sure. It's not something I seek or desire. So you wouldn't want to be a pumpkin spice taste tester? I mean, you might want me to be because I'm not really that in on it. So if it's crap, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I love pumpkin spice. I'll be the first to admit it. Oh, yeah. I think pumpkin spice, it's just so comforting in the fall with the cold crisp air is it sitting you know next to a fire with a blanket you have a fireplace i do yeah yeah just picture yourself in a cabin out in the woods yeah i love all that with some pumpkin spice there's a pumpkin spice tree growing outside how about just some cowboy coffee (laughs) no just sitting out in the woods just plain old coffee no way snow big snowflakes flowing down nice and soft you know, the, the weather's just right. It's cold. You have to cuddle naked with somebody. You know, it's just, <laughs> and you, you're drinking cowboy coffee. You got grounds in your mouth. Nobody Nasty. cares. Yeah. It's in everybody's mouth. So everybody, everybody's the same. Wow, you're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some basic white girl comes out to trees with some pumpkin spice latte and you throat chopper. <laughs> Let's get to the point of okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. There's a website. It's called Finance Buzz, and uh-huh. they will pay someone $1,000 to try all the pumpkin flavored products Trader Joe's is stocking this fall. Wow! If you don't know Trader Joe's, it's kind of like a like a health food store. Oh, there, there was one in Arizona. I loved. It. I did not know that. Yeah, you also have to rate each one, and the actual job title is pumpkin spice pundit. What does that mean? So you would basically be a pumpkin spice expert. I mean, I get it. Everybody likes fall, and I do too. I'm in on that too, but uh, not necessarily into the pumpkin spice part of it. But listen to some some of these products. There's pumpkin waffles. Why? Pumpkin stuffed ravioli and Samoas. Absolutely no reason. Why don't you have pumpkin spice shampoo? Pumpkin spice beard oil. I would buy it. it. They have it all. But you get paid $1,000. Plus, you get a $500 gift card to buy everything. Two weeks, you get 1000 bucks. Yeah. Sign me up. Hell exactly. with it. I'll go try some pumpkin spice. Whatever Point in the heck. It doesn't made. matter. Go to financebuzz.com. I'll walk around with my pumpkin spice skinny jeans, my pumpkin spice flannel, my pumpkin spice beanie, pumpkin spice sunglasses. You'll see me up there eating my pumpkin spice waffle, drinking some pumpkin spice latte with my pumpkin spice syrup. I'm sorry. Are you Brandon or Bubba Gump? I will just pumpkin spice my whole life. I'll put pumpkin spice beard oil in, pumpkin spice hair gel in. I'll put pumpkin spice makeup on. It's Prank Call Friday, and we're going to get one of our co-workers, yeah. you know, Stitch from Hot 93.1. 
Yeah. He's got a little chihuahua, and it's National Dog Day. That's right. So you're going to pretend to have it, what, St. Bernard? Well, we're going to Matt fully pretend that there's a St. Bernard. Yeah. You ready, Matt? I'm totally ready. I'm excited <laughs> to be back in here again. Let's give him a call. This is Stitch. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, this is Matt. I live right down the street from you, and I'm calling because I believe your dog attacked my dog, and I'd like to send you the bill. What? So, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, well, here's the deal, bud. I got a prized St. Bernard, bloodline real deep, and I spent a ton of money on her, and I planned on braiding her and everything like that, but while I was in the vet getting her all uh, fixed up from the attack, the vet said she's pregnant, too. Do you think that's possible that uh, your dog might have knocked up my dog? Uh, My dog's a chihuahua. What? How the heck? How'd your chihuahua, first of all, beat up my St. Bernard and then knock her up, too? Ah, oh, that's going to be weird. Uh, how's this even pretty possible? Interesting, uh, <laughs> that's pretty interesting claim you got there, sir. Well, yeah, I was wondering, like, how did your dog get in my fence? But now, probably a little chihuahua snuck up underneath the fence, beat my St. Bernard up, and then had the audacity to hit it and quit it. That is just... Well, he- he can, he can definitely be a little horny chihuahua, that's for yeah. sure. Well, that's not good at all. And, you know, I don't appreciate the way your dog's treating my dog. You know, if they're going to have a relationship, there's going to be some boundaries set. And, well, I don't know, how. what are we going to call these dogs? Little St. Bernard Chihuahua? Yeah, a Bernard Wow-Wow? <laughs> what do we do here? Yeah. Huh. That's perfect. Well, yeah, I understand your concern, but I, I just want to let you know that I'm I'm also sharing your concern, and I'd be happy to be uh, puppy parents with you, okay? Oh, I kind of like that. Maybe we could uh, sit out on the back deck and watch our dogs frolic together and drink some iced tea. Yeah, as long as it's sweet tea. I like sweet tea. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, well, let's do that. <laughs> We're just playing hey, with the stitch. Oh, what? You know who this <laughs> is. Afraid. Yes, <laughs> Amy Brandon. Roadhouse, oh Roadhouse prank calling you. Oh my god! Yeah, you guys, you guys are crazy, man. Well, it it's, takes it's, one to know one. It's National Dog Day, so we thought we'd pick on you because we knew you had a a cute little Chihuahua. I have Chihuahuas. That's nice. Right. Hey, Stitch. Uh, I'm. I, yeah. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. yeah to say that like maybe it's because he really likes taco bell <laughs> yeah. well might have landed himself a big old taco bell with my saint bernard but hey no well thanks for letting us prank call you man i love, love you love you i'll see you in a second bye. bye bye well it's time to let the cat out here's your weekly recap of all your hollywood idiots the cat is out of the bag kevin hart's been named one of la's biggest water wasters I find that kind of hard to believe because he can barely reach the sink. Uh, Nick Cage dyed his hair red. He looks like Ronald McDonald, but instead of burgers, he makes terrible movies. <laughs> Experts say monkeypox will soon be an established STD. An STD is established once it shows up on Charlie Sheen's blood work. Alec Baldwin says the rust uh, accident took years off his life. You and me both, responded the ghost of the woman he shot. 
Gary Busey is accused of inappropriately touching three women at a celebrity convention. The only bright spot for Gary is that one of the women turned out to be a mom. There's a report that Vladimir Putin's health is rapidly deteriorating. He's said to be so weak that he can barely not put on a shirt. And finally, Denise Richards revealed why she divorced Charlie Sheen, which is kind of like a homeowner revealing why they spray for termites. (laughs) Because the cat is out of the bag! Hi, Dr. BJ. Welcome to Studio 4B. Well, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you, Dr. BJ. You're looking, uh, I don't know, did you recover from the rally? You feeling good? I feel spry like a young chicken. I'm ready to go. And I've been taking in the fair all week, too, getting loaded up on some good fried food. So I like it. Uh, you brought your dog with you today? I did bring my dog. It's dog day or whatever. So I brought it, I brought it along. I can't tell what kind of dog that is. You know, I'm not 100% sure what it is either. It's got the ears like a coon dog. It's got the body like a little a chihuahua. But it's got the tail like a long whooping tail. I don't know what kind of, almost it twirls around like a pig. I'm not really sure what the heck this that thing is. That is the weirdest looking dog but I've ever seen. But it needs love. And I love this dog. Its name is Shelby. <laughs> I love Shelby. Can I pet your dog? You're brave. Yeah. <laughs> Will it bite me? No, no. Very friendly. I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. As the fair is winding down and you and your lady haven't gone, or maybe you have gone, but you want to go some more, remember, a little planning goes a long way. Gentlemen, walk with her and do what she wants to do. I know you just want to go to the German tent and eat brats and drink beer, but maybe she wants to look at some of the vendors and Talk about redecorating the house. Let her do that, guys. Let her look and shop and enjoy. I promise when you get her home, she might want to take a ride on the zipper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh and maybe, God. and just maybe, she might make you a hoagie. <laughs> See? Come I on. didn't say sandwich. Go! Say it. I said hoagie, <laughs> not sandwich. Well, I'm Dr. B. Jean. If loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. So every time I see Brandon perform, when he comes back into the studio, I'm always like, what an honor. What an honor to work with this man. That's crazy. Seriously. That's that's the way I feel about you. What? When I'm like, wow, she just killed the national anthem probably somewhere (laughs) and just nailed it. And I get to go hang out with her. Sure. With the ambassador for Brazilian bum bum cream. (laughs) I mean, they might not know it, but... <laughs> last, no. last night was a blast, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. It was cool. Man, you guys you guys killed it. Thank you. It was yeah. great. How about Roots and Boots? They think, I think they were rushing a little bit for the weather, but mm-hmm. they still got it. They were, it was good. They were really nice, too. I was walking back there to go announce them, mm-hmm. and I ended up talking to them. Yeah. They were standing there. They're standing, so nonchalant. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I got to hang out on the side of the stage, and they would just come stand next to me just like, you know. Like it was nothing. Yeah. What's up, girl? I wanted to pull my phone out so bad, but I didn't. I know. It's, it isn't weird. It's I get in those situations all the time, and I'm like, I'm right here. Yeah. But I don't want to be that guy, and I don't want to ruin it. 
I just want to hang out. That's how but I nobody's going to believe me that I was here. <laughs> so then I'm the only one that knows. I was just standing right next to Sammy Kershaw. Yeah. Aaron Tippin, Colin Ray. We were just hanging out. It was weird. It was funny because Sammy had those really white shoes on. Yeah, he did. And he was worried about getting them all muddy. <laughs> They were. They were white kicks right out of the dad's catalog. I Somebody mean, even one. brought him a towel to stand on. <laughs> and then the downpour comes, and oh he had to gosh. run out in the mud. Oh, Poor my guy. gosh. That's too funny. He's got to get new shoes You now. know, he's not our true sport. He would have just took the shoes off and ran in his bare feet. Yeah. You know, you could wash the feet. <laughs> and where's his boots? Yeah. It's roots and boots, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's and Aaron funny. Tippin is such a goofball. Yeah. Yeah, and does the dude still work out, or does the dude still work out? I was like, you are still in really good shape, and he's like, well, but I'm old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You can tell he works out, though. Oh, yeah. He does some curls, because his arms are serious. I don't think I could beat him in arm wrestling. (laughs) And he was out there doing moves that I couldn't even do. No, yeah, I don't want to. I'll probably throw a hip out. I don't want to do it. But yeah, (laughs) And then Colin Ray's just like a big teddy bear, you know? Yeah, he's so nice. He's kind of goofy, too. They were the nice. They were very nice. It was it was a great show. Thank you everybody who came up to me after the show and said good job. And it was really nice to see everybody. It's, it was kind of a dream come true to be able to play that stage, and uh, to think about going from playing the free stage to all the different events to playing the beer tent to then playing that main stage was is is amazing. Yeah, so. that rain though. Yeah. And then wow. it rained. I got stuck on the stage. I mean, it was cool being up there, but then I got stuck up there yeah, yeah. for a couple hours during yeah. that whole storm. Yeah. And then it started to, you know, lighten up. So we went for it. And then I had to wade in the water <laughs> to get to my car. I'm not even kidding. It was up to my knees. That's too funny. Yeah, I seen your photo. <laughs> Oh, man. It was pretty deep. I, I got stuck underneath the grandstands by my merch area, and I'm standing there, and I was dry. It was raining, and I kept looking down underneath the stands, and it's flooding, and water's flowing, and I'm like, man, that's going to suck. Because yeah. I got this big old merch bin. I don't know how much it weighs, but it's not light. I'm like, how am I going to get it back through the arena, back over to the to the bus and the trailer and everything, I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't going to happen. I was, we ended up having to pull all the way around to the front and load it in that way. It was crazy. Lots of ruined shoes last night. Oh yeah, and water, water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was. There was a lot. It was wet. It was that water was deeper than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> you, you said you were trying to scale across the fence. Yeah, I was holding on to the fence, trying not to get wet, and then I'm like, screw it, screw it. And there was people on the other side of the fence just like peeing their pants, laughing uh, at me. Well, I wish we got. <laughs> we got to check. I got to get with them, see if there's some camera footage of this or something. <laughs> the Security caterers. Cameras. The caterers. I'll yep. have to get them. You know what's on their TikTok. We'll have to follow them. They'll be there tomorrow night. I didn't see any phones out, but. <laughs> Maybe they're too busy laughing. They couldn't do it. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so I have the cutest story in the world to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> Michael has this infection, okay? Oh. It's in his mouth, and he has to take this medicine three times a day, and he missed the afternoon dose. Darn it. So I'm like, I'll just give it to him. When I get home, I'll wake him up. Yep. Okay? So I no get problem. home like at 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I'm sneaking into the bedroom. I got the medicine in the little cup, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I pull down the covers to reveal him, and he's mm-hmm. wearing a Spider-Man costume. Nice. He's like obsessed <laughs> with this thing. Nice. He's like all <laughs> Spider-Man, and my dad is even going to build him a Spider-Man shooter. So he can shoot spider webs out of his hands. Awesome. He's all into it. Just constantly watching Spider-Man. 
And so a- after I get myself together, you know, yeah, after yeah. thinking, oh, that's so cute, uh, I wake him up. I start rubbing his back. Michael, wake up, Michael. You got to take your medicine, buddy. Yeah. And he sits up and his eyes are like half open. Uh huh. And he starts making these punching movements with his arms. Like he's fist, he's going to fight you. He's fighting me. Nice. Yeah. He's, well, he's Spider Man. Well, good thing he point. didn't shoot his web at you. I know. I thought he was going to, I, th- I was ready to duck. Yeah. But it was the cutest thing because he's in this Spider-Man costume dreaming about being Spider-Man. Yeah, and then wakes up and fights his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't sitting in, you know, like the crotch position like yeah. Spider-Man does. On the corner of a building. Yeah. Watching over the town. Yeah, that's hilarious. But eventually he kind of comes to a little bit and he just, he throws his arms down and goes does the, you know. I'm like, just real quick, just take this medicine, you can go back to sleep. And yep. then, you know, Spider-Man laid his head back down. and Yeah, even Spider-Man gets an infection every now and again. <laughs> yeah. huh. He went back to building his web and he was fine. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, fighting his mom in his dreams again. <laughs> it's National Dog Day. We've been asking people to text in pictures. Man, you guys have got some cute little dogs. Those dogs are so lucky to have such lovable owners. Were you so proud of them to where you would want to send in a picture? Like, take that effort and to do that. Thank Just you so jodies. much. Just jodies. You're so nice to do that with your puppies. Maybe they left the radio on and the puppy dog's at home. Is everybody being good? Oh, little puppy is so cute. Little puppy, you go ahead and get in the cabinet and get yourself a treat. You just help yourself. Eat you're as good. much as you can. You're being such a good boy. Such yeah. a good girl. Share a little bit with the kitty if you can. Chase the kitty around. You're good puppy. Keep them coming in. You guys are making a smile with these dog pictures. And maybe we can continue the smiling with Dean Taylor and Mark Houston. Send the dogs, send the dog pictures in. They'll love it. Better yet, send in dogs that you think look like Houston and Dean Taylor. <gasps> yes. Tag them in it. Hey, this one looks like you. <laughs> I love that idea. Is this a pug? It looks just like you, Houston. <laughs> and then make sure to post the, the dog pictures on the Roadhouse Facebook page as well. Because mm-hmm. we want to keep smiling throughout the day just as well. keep them coming in. It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. And today, we're going to talk about this 77-year-old substitute teacher. And this guy had been living in his car for almost a year right after the pandemic happened. And it forced him to retire. But then this former student, who is now 21 years old, found out about it, started raising money online, and recently gave him a check for $27,000. Like an obligation that I need to do a lot for the world yet. And the greatest feeling is I can do it and I'm going to find ways of doing it. Happy birthday to you. Thank you much. Thank you much. Wow. He says this teacher helped him as a kid, so he just wanted to return the favor. Teachers are amazing. They really are. I mean, they are the, like, the glue that makes everything work, sticks everything together. And you think back teachers really helped shape us just like our parents did just like anybody they were a huge part of our life like family but they're teachers and they do it to a class full of kids every year every day without really complaining think about all the kids that have a hard time at home and then they go to school and they feel so safe same thing just switched around in this circumstance yeah we always remember our teachers and we always remember what they've done for us whether it's teaching us or loving us Thank you, teachers. If you have a Tuesday teacher spotlight you would like us to share, let us know. You can email amy at theroadhouseam.com.
It's a feel-good moment. A motorcyclist from northwest Oklahoma recently saved a kitten who was nearly run over in the middle of a busy intersection, and the incredible rescue was caught on her helmet camera. The video shows the orange kitten appearing to drop in the middle of a busy intersection after a maroon-colored sedan passed by. Several vehicles, including a large tow truck, appear to drive right over the kitten. Only when the kitten starts moving does the motorcyclist in the video, who only wanted to be identified by her nickname Lainey, goes into the middle of the intersection, gets off her bike, and picks up that kitten. She then hands it over to a woman on a nearby sidewalk as she goes back to her bike. Lainey has officially adopted the miracle kitten, giving him a very appropriate name, Skidmark. It's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.